Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 22 of the M&M podcast. Uh, I am Michael Gallagher. I am a lecturer in digital education at Morey House at the University of Edinburgh, and I'm joined by my colleague, Miles Blaney. Hi, everybody. I'm Miles Blaney. I'm a service manager in digital learning applications and media and learning, teaching, and web and information services at the University of Edinburgh. <laughs> and we're joined by someone who's been on this podcast before. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, hi, my name is India Somerset. I'm a fourth-year law student at the University of Edinburgh. Excellent. So I think the last time India was on the, the podcast, we were talking about expectations and how things were going to work and how things were closing uh, in terms of semester two from the previous year when COVID hit. And now with a full semester under our belts, we can actually reflect a little bit on how this went. But maybe we should just do a brief bit about what we're all doing, um, you know, this time of year. <laughs> Miles. I am. I have got a week to go. Um, I think it's just, it's been a busy term for us. So, and it's raised lots of fun questions with the move to hybrid and to move to online. Um, and um, right now we're just trying to figure some things out for semester two, which I won't say now. Um, but honestly, I'm just looking forward to Christmas. I just want a break so I can not sit in my office anymore and look at screens. <laughs> And yeah, yeah. yeah. Your... Oh, you, you go. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead, India. I was just saying, yeah, I totally agree. It's uh, <laughs> it's been a semester of like screen watching, and uh, I can just totally relate to wanting to sort of like have that break and get home. Yeah. So we're saying that our respective holiday breaks won't involve screens or <laughs> Zoom meetings of any sort. <laughs> It's just a it's just a bigger screen, like a TV screen. That's okay because people can't like ask questions on my TV screens all the time. I don't have to think That's about right. it. I, I I just put Die Hard on and watch it, and I look. <laughs> That's right. The TV is almost like a, a holiday from the the smaller screen, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's that. That's fair. That's fair. I think much the same. I think this has been a. Well, I don't want to say you know uh, you know it has been a challenging year. I think since March. We've been on the go, more or less, uh, in, in this sort of COVID response. And and we had all that activity leading up to the end of semester one. I was, I'm sorry, semester two from last year, uh, last academic year, I should say. And then we had the whole summer to prepare. And then we leaned in uh, to semester one of this academic year, which was more or less taught entirely via hybrid or online models. And I think this is a good chance to pause and reflect before we break for uh, the actual year, not the academic year. And uh, we can talk about our own experiences over the last three months. Yeah. And and just to say that, you know, when India, the last time we spoke to India was actually the very beginning of September time, um, just when people were starting to come back. Um, so I think we had all these kind of thoughts of what the semester would look like. Um, and it'd be interesting just to just to see actually what our expectations were and whether there was whether it met those expectations. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, maybe we can cycle back a little bit, India, if that's okay. Like just to think about what you thought the semester would be versus <laughs> what it was. Uh, I don't know if we we can recall what that podcast was about, but I don't know if you had any thoughts about that. 
Yeah. Um, I remember I remember trying to predict how the, the first semester was going to go. And I think, uh, I think just it was, I guess, just like unknown. I remember thinking that this was like an opportunity, I guess, for the university to really digitalize and uh, sort of get online. But I think I definitely had concerns about how maybe professors and lecturers would be able to work with that and if they would get on board or not. Um, and I don't know, I think just this, look at like, well, from my experience this semester, um, my, my lecturers and professors have just sort of jumped right into it. And I think um, in terms of the sort of like videos and seminars we've had online, um, they've been really good. I've really enjoyed it. Um, I found it really helpful and if anything, I think I've learned more this year than maybe I have in past semesters um, face-to-face. That seems very positive. Yeah. yeah it is actually, wow. that is surprisingly positive. <laughs> I mean, there's been aspects that haven't been so good. Um, but I think, yeah, I just, um, it's, I think maybe everyone's just sort of come to terms with it. And uh, now it's just sort of um, become the norm. Um, but yeah. And see, like just to give the background as well, Nate, so you're a fourth year law student, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And um, you're not based on all as a residence? Uh, no, no, no. I'm nope. in my own class. Yeah. So, um, and um, what's your kind of average kind of class sizes that, you know, uh, you'd be in? Um, I think maybe it would be... 10 to 15 people in a seminar. Okay. Um, it's not many. Um, I will say, I think my experience is probably not similar. I have a lot of friends who are doing, say, like different courses and also staying in halls of residence who would tell you a completely different story to their first semester. Um, and I don't know. I think I'm particularly lucky to uh, just have had it worked out quite well for me. Um, but I'm guessing that's not the same for everyone. That's interesting. Is it is it because the 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 course sizes there of being fifteen is that due to uh, uh, distancing issues or is that more due to the fact that your courses at the fourth year are that actually that small? Um, just uh, they're just that small. I think they just limit the sizes to make it. Um, I guess like teaching a bit more personal and uh, um, yeah, but. Um, it's weird, like, all you wouldn't know because um, all my classes have just been virtual. So we're all just sort of sitting on our laptops, and I wouldn't even be able to tell uh, if there's 15 or not in my class when we're online. But yeah. And, and can I ask, like, um, so when you say it's all been, I'm guessing it's all been in Teams or, or Zoom or some other kind mm-hmm. of virtual to like collaborate. Um, and um, can you give us, an example, um, the reason I'm going to ask this question is because in the October break, I was able to go into Edinburgh with my kids because legally I was allowed to, <laughs> because the tears weren't legally enforced. Um, and I sat in a coffee shop, um, I won't name the brand, um, and I was gobsmacked at the amount of students sitting in the coffee shop um, watching watching streams of videos. And my child said to me, Daddy, that's your work. <laughs> so... Was the majority of your content then just uh, recorded videos or live chats with lecturers online or how did it work out? Um, I think 
my professors more went for um I think they quite liked uh so we would be offered readings and something that's new to this semester, particularly in my experience, is that we were also offered um, a few videos prior to our seminar. So we'd have uh, maybe like one or two videos that our professor would record, giving us a sort of like brief introduction to what we would be learning in that seminar and going over how we should maybe approach the reading and some questions we should think about. And then we would have our like two-hour seminar um, for collaborate um, so we could sort of engage in things. And um, I thought, I, well, for me personally, I just thought it was a very um, positive way. And like for me personally, I'm just, I like that way of teaching, having a variety of sort of like ways to get the knowledge and to learn. Um, so I really liked it. Yeah. It's uh, It sounds like a truly flipped classroom. I don't know if I would say that, Michael, or not, but that's a bad thing to say. No, you can say that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not bad. No, no, no. It's, uh, yeah, it does sound like a little bit of that. It, it, did you find that uh, when you were doing the live sessions or even if you were doing anything asynchronously with your, you know, your fellow students or anything, did you find that there was a a connection there. I mean, I'm sort of like digging at the social bit mm-hmm. of the whole learning experience. Did you, how, how, how was that replicated in this kind of online space or was it at all? I would say not really. I think you, it's quite the easiest person to engage with is the professor or the lecturer say, because um, if you choose to sort of speak up and, and make an argument or ask a question you tend to be directing it to them but in terms of your classmates I found that we we don't tend to engage with each other um it's more of I'd say it's quite difficult um in virtual on like online in a virtual sense to have a discussion or to like um all sort of like engage with your classmates um so I would say in the sense of like sort of um making friends with your classmates and things it's uh it's really difficult and I wouldn't be able to sort of say that I know many of my classmates in that sense interesting so it was that was just in the in the confines of the course or did you see that across the entirety of the university experience if that ex- you know did your university experience extend beyond the course itself um, the courses you were taking i think yeah well i'm quite lucky i'm part of um my university rowing club so outside of you know like outside of my academics i go and i have a group of people there and we're lucky enough to be able to use the gym facilities and be able to sort of train together socially distant um so for me like i'm able to have my social time there and like be with my friends but i think i think everyone like clubs and sports clubs are sort of trying their best to um, have social time and have these virtual events but I just don't think it's the same as being able to go and sort of like see people and not have to worry about sort of being socially distant or um, you know obeying the laws of um, sure. remaining outside and things um, so yeah it's, it's a bit like a pub quiz 
you mean you want to be in the pub for the pub quiz exactly exactly so sitting in your spare bedroom on a laptop in a pub quiz (laughs) yeah it's just not the same virtually at all really it's uh i mean it's a shame everyone's trying their best to sort of uh keep everyone engaged and like make friends but it's just i don't know i just don't find it the same and it's it's such a shame but do you find yourself uh, like not attending those kinds of events if they're offered? Or? Um, yeah, it's a shame. I'm I'm quite bad for that. Um, I'll like try. I've been to a few this year, especially because I feel I feel it's a shame for freshers or like the first years who you know that's the only option for them. Uh, so I'll try and go, but I think it's just it's not really the same. Especially I think with. Um, my past like the past internship over summer which was completely virtual and we got very used to using microsoft teams and zoom so it became quite normal and it wasn't awkward or anything but with a lot of students now uh they're still quite awkward and there's still sort of that barrier on sort of like video call where um they're not quite comfortable yet um so it just makes things a bit trickier i'd say but is this uh, I'm sorry, Miles. Go ahead. So I, I would just say that no, I don't think that ends when you're just a student. Oh. <laughs> so, so like that happens in a lot of other <laughs> situations yeah. as well. Where people are awkward online, and it yeah. is. It's we've. Um, I know me and Michael have talked about it before about saying that it's just um, some people just uh, have this kind of nervousness about talking online in Teams or or, or, or whatever. So yeah, mm. I guess it's quite new. Generally, sort of like. I guess like connecting with people online, especially like face and um, sort of via webcam is still quite new, I mm. guess to everyone. But um, yeah, it's a bit, a bit of a shame, but you know. Yeah, I agree. Is there anything built in your program India that has uh, say your fourth year and, and then you're interacting with earlier years in the program? Is there any sort of um, like sin- sinews built into it? If you know what I mean across years or not really like I don't think unless I were to join say like the the law society um and say they had a sort of like virtual meeting um that would be maybe a time where I would be able to interact with first and second years but besides that I wouldn't see first and second years I think maybe normally annually we have a sort of like families um, a law families, which is this uh, event, a social event where you're paired up with some first and second years and you're in a family. But again, I'm not sure how that's going to, if, if it's going to happen this year or if it's happened, I'm not sure. But, Interesting. Um, so far I've not, I've not met any first and second years. Interesting. Did you, had you noticed anything about, uh, in terms of how the semester progressed, did, did people settle into things a little bit, you know, differently than they started with like earlier on in the semester, Uh, like we were talking about the socialization kind of process. Did any of that change over the course of the semester? Did you see people settle in or just sort of remain the the same? um, I think everyone's maybe come to terms with what's going on. It has kind of settled into this as the new norm. Um, I think, at the start of the semester, I think maybe people were didn't really go out 
as you say, when you um, saw some students in coffee shops, I'd say maybe at the start, maybe people wouldn't go to coffee shops. Um, I think everyone was still a bit like unaware of how to do things. And maybe people have kind of like eased into this way of like life, I guess, in Edinburgh now. And um, now I see more people out and more people like say, using the ways they can to socialize and like go outside and go to coffee shops to say um and the library etc to sort of go out and sort of like have the university experience as much as they can yeah and do you see any sorry michael sorry i I just really (laughs) really interested in this conversation Do do you do you see any people like that's the that's the bit i'm actually really curious about do you see any of you yourself or your your classmates engaging the the fact that they're actually in the city of edinburgh for example are they engaging with the city like in terms of the library or in terms of um you know going out or you know or taking walks or whatever it might be um personally i would say so i mean for me this semester i've been going on countless walks that's the new social thing if i want to see a friend we'll go on a walk which <laughs> sounds ridiculous and um but actually that's just like what all you can do it's like you go for a walk um and yeah i think so uh, i think people have definitely eased into it and i see like more people uh sort of it's maybe just um i think people are maybe less nervous um I remember at the start of the year, people being worried, especially a lot of my friends, um, when, especially when students started contracting like COVID, some would be positive and everyone was a bit worried, like it was going around, didn't want to get it. Um, but maybe now things have calmed down and I know our cases here are quite low now and everyone's kind of um, eased into it and sort of, they're not as nervous um, and I guess just want to try and see their friends and do you know do things with them normal student things i suppose yeah. or like human things i think <laughs> i was going to say human things not just yeah. things. not student i think we're i think we're largely suffering from the same bits as uh, as the students i think my entirety of my social interaction aside from my wife uh has been either walks with colleagues uh, like a long walk with a colleague or playing basketball with a colleague. And that, that's the end of the, <laughs> that's the end of the <laughs> equation. <laughs> that's the entirety playing, of my, so, yeah, basketball's a pretty good one. I will say that's all right. It's, it's good. I, I was like, Oh, are we crossing the line between, COVID and <laughs> I don't know. It's a little bit less, you know, it's a little bit more intimate than mm. say, uh, say a, like a walk would be, but you know, isn't it, isn't it weird that you think no, like Tiffany, you're like, can I do this? Will this, breach regulations about contact and time as well so you know what i mean i think they advise less than 15 minutes with somebody in close proximity it's like does that it's it's just amazing kind of before you do it before i leave the house i swear to god face masks for everybody (laughs) hand gel for everybody there's there's times when you've been going somewhere i'm halfway there and i'm like do a face mask i'm like oh Oh, yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, has that been has that been the case for you, India, as well? Like, oh some, yeah, like, I've had yeah. to. I'm actually I have had to shamefully sort of try and take off my jumper and use it as a mask if I need to get to a shop <laughs> before it shuts. Um, just like hang my head in shame. Um, but uh, oh yeah, 
But I, to me, that I, I remember um, as the sort of pandemic began, I just remember being like, I, I, I couldn't even imagine the idea that everyone would be going and everyone would own a mask and everyone would, that would be now something you had to have. Um, and now I just, that's just ingrained. Like I wouldn't go anywhere if I had a mask. I have a mask in like all my coats in all my bags they're just they're everywhere around the flat <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's interesting i find it actually hard to imagine the inverse now like it took a long time to get into the space where everybody was having a mask and you would always sort of have something with you and now i almost feel the opposite it's like i, I can't imagine a sequence of events right now where i wouldn't have one yeah on no, my I, person <laughs> totally agree i totally agree it's actually um I've been watching a few movies with uh, my flatmates and it's uh, it's actually quite unsettling watching movies, especially if there's like a scene at the airport and they just hug and they're, it's not, <laughs> they're just close to each other. And it's actually, it's a bit unsettling. It's like, oh, yes. that's, that's a, that, that was actually fine, you know, a year ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> there's an advert on TV and um, it's filmed in a pub and it's people singing. And they're all in a pub, so it's quite tight. And it says at the bottom, and I love this because this is how this is the crazy days that we're in. This advert was created pre-COVID times. You know, here, please adhere to social distancing. And it's people just playing and singing in a pub. So you, you know, like the singing pubs right now. Obviously, you can't really go in the pubs right now. And if you're in a pub, you know, you're probably the only person in there because it's just distancing. It's a small one, so it was just the funniest thing. Like, wow! Yeah. But it is. You're looking at oh god, those days look brilliant. <laughs> so yeah i just can't wait to walk into an airport and randomly hug somebody that'd be great yeah just not being worried is, is <laughs> lovely <laughs> but, um, that's and did you because i know that so i think one of the one of the things that you said about semester one is that you were because of lockdown and what we'd come through from march to june and then um you know, we had the summer in July and August, the summer of freedom, I like to call it. Um, and then in September time, I think I think it's one of the things I've written down for the last podcast is um, that you're looking forward to semester one with enthusiasm and optimism to see friends and have a bit of structure again. Um, how do you feel now about if I, with that statement, do you think that's still relevant or do you think it's slightly different? Um, I think the structure is relevant um for sure I I like that I like sort of having my timetable and knowing what to do um seeing friends is an interesting one there's really only so much of that I mean I can see you know one or two friends on a walk um or maybe go to a coffee shop with a friend but uh I think uh, yeah it's you just it's I don't know, I guess I just think back on like previous years and being able to go to a flat party and see like all my friends and that's just, I can't remember the last time that's that's happened. And uh, yeah, it's just, I guess that's, I think something I maybe thought was that the restrictions would slowly be lifted since the time we had our last podcast, but that's just not really been the case. Um, it's, it's been the opposite. Yeah, yeah, which um, I think is something I maybe didn't expect, but yeah. So I, I just want to ask like a question about for you know the same kind of question we asked you about for semester one. So how how are you feeling about um, semester two? Um, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm fearing, you know, okay, we've been told that it's going to be the same teaching. Everything's going to be sort of like hybrid again. Um, but the, I'm actually, I mean, more optimistic than I have been in, you know, the last few months because of the talk of this vaccine, which is now, I think the first um, dose was just given yesterday, maybe, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Two days ago, that, yeah, to Northern Irish uh, in a skill and uh, yeah, it just uh, you know. seems like a glimpse of hope that kind of the end might be, you know, coming. But um, again, I'm not sure if we'll see the impacts of that in semester two or um, what will happen. But I do hope that maybe as more people, you know, receive the vaccination, then restrictions might just be lifted slowly. That's what I would hope. But again, I guess you just can't really know. Really know. Interesting. So, so do you do you think uh, that impacts like if it were to be lifted, uh, would that impact like in semester two, like in the duration of semester two, would that impact the actual student experience in terms of what goes on in the quote unquote like classroom? Uh, Are are your fellow students like really predominantly like co located here, or do you think they're scattered? Um, I think, I think the majority of the students are in Edinburgh, from my knowledge. Um, and I do think there's definitely one of my professors who is dying to get back into the classroom. I think just to meet us. Um, and I would hope that he would probably, when given the opportunity, just take the chance to take us back into the classroom and just move us in there. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure. I think it will be interesting to see what students choose to come back to Edinburgh um, after going home because I wouldn't be able to tell um, because some might just... I know some people are going to homes that aren't in lockdown at all. Uh, like my friend's gone home to Norway where she can sort of go into the pub and see her friends and might end up really just like enjoying that lifestyle. So might just stay. That sounds interesting. Awesome. <laughs> do you think you could like yeah do you think ultimately like beyond covid beyond all these things would that still be possibly a choice like this idea that a student could say no i much rather prefer to to st- st- study online or to you know just doing this kind of hybrid space mm-hmm. um yeah absolutely i think the university probably don't have an excuse anymore to not make that a thing um yeah but I guess it's just the question of if a student, I mean, sometimes that is what, like that would make, you know, learning a lot more um, sort of accessible to people, which is fantastic. But maybe the sort of best part of university is about being, um, you know, in a new place, you know, having that independence and sort of like sure. meeting those people. Um, so, I think, though, the university probably, there's not going to be a reason not to allow for, you know, um, virtual learning to coexist with face-to-face anymore. Interesting. That really is the, that really is the hybrid kind of model and, and this idea that those, those groups could, you know, in, intermingle and you could sort of move between one and the other over a course of time. Mm-hmm. I, I just... I just wonder how it works in actual practice. And some of the, we, we, we had talked a little bit before we started the podcast, like some of the schools are doing a fair amount of 
of like actual hybrid practice. So like, you know, cohorts of students online and cohorts of students uh, on the physical campus are actually intermingling in some way. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's awkward and it's clumsy, <laughs> clumsy at times, but you know, like it, it, some of that is actually happening. So I, I wonder if we'll see more of that going forward. I think, uh, I think we're also seeing examples of hybrid classrooms, which is really interesting, like physical rooms that are, have been built to accommodate physical and virtual students a lot more. Um, so you'd actually have screens for the virtual students um, dotted around the room. The rooms aren't uh, terribly big, obviously, because of, of uh, sight for the academic who's at the front uh, doing the seminar or the lecture. But uh, we're starting to see kind of physical spaces, interest in physical spaces that can accommodate both and not just one or the other. Yeah, yeah and I, we, we see a lot more of that in very specific schools. And so like, there are some examples coming out of uh, science and engineering where they've completely overhauled their entire curriculum to sort of sort of suit this kind of online and on-campus kind of in environment. And it's challenging, and more often than not, the, the people in the actual physical classroom are so minimal that sometimes it doesn't feel like it's it's worth it. Mm. Uh, but I think that experimentation in the long term will 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 pay some dividends, I think. You know, like there, there might be something that we can find at the end of this that really matters. Yeah, yeah. no, I totally agree, yeah. Um, and I think it's so <laughs> looking back on it as well. So semester two, do you have exams in semester two or yeah, standard kind of fourth year exams? And that would you graduate at the end of semester two as well, India? Uh, yeah, yeah, I will. Um, yeah. So good question. So, uh, so <laughs> yeah, I know where you're going with that. So, uh, so are you looking forward to graduation or are you uh -huh. going um, what are your feelings there? You know, both sort of like looking forward to it and also sort of dreading the idea of having to, you know, become an adult and sort of figure out what the plan is after. Um, I think, yeah, it will be sort of, there's, I guess, a relief for when you graduate, you know, you've like made it, that's you, you've like managed to successfully complete your your course and uh, that that was something I'm looking forward to um but also I think especially just I mean the level of uncertainty at this point is still a bit high and uh graduating um can maybe still be a bit nerve-wracking because like what opportunities will be available to me like how is the world going to look you know six mm. months from now um but yeah it's definitely something I'm looking towards so uh, I'd say it's, uh, I'd say, yeah, excitement, you know, excitement um, for sure. Is there, is there some concern that, 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 uh, you know, what might be a joyous slash uh, anxiety ridden kind of experience Would that, is there some concern that that won't be a social experience? So ultimately that you'll be doing um, it more or less alone or. Interesting. I think in my head at the moment, I envision uh, it being in person uh I may be wrong and I'm not I'm not 100% sure on it but my thought is I've discussed with some friends who graduated well didn't get their graduation last year and we've discussed the idea they've selected a summer graduation for this year um so okay I think we we've decided ourselves that 
we're going to have our graduation. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if the university will agree, but uh, yeah, that, uh, this summer. But I think, um, yeah, I'm optimistic, optimistic about it. I'm not going to be like too upset if it's not uh, face to face, but yeah, I'm optimistic. Interesting. I'm I'm very mindful of that because I had to pre-record just the other day my congratulations because I'm the I'm a program director for my master's program and I had to pre-record uh, like a congratulations to the graduates because we're doing a completely online graduation and it's it's not me saying it live I'm just pre-recording something. Oh, video! Is this for a winter graduation or is this in preparation? Yes, for it? yes. So it's a winter graduation. So you have the option at the university to partake in these online graduations. Regardless, I, I think they did the same thing in in June or July. And but you you can partake in this, but still attend like a face to face graduation if and when that happened. Not if when that happens when, again. When. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That was. <laughs> That's why I, I default to some sort of caution there on part. But uh, so when that happens, again, you're allowed to do that. And I think that's the culminating thing. That's something very interesting for us on a completely online program, like where students never set foot in the city itself or never set foot on the campus until so many people come to the actual graduation. They they fly in from wherever they are to the physical graduation because they 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 want to experience that. And it's such a big deal. And I can imagine that you would want to like sit out <laughs> a cycle or two of a virtual graduation just to partake in a, in a, in a face-to-face one. Yeah. I think it's sort of a moment in your life that maybe you, you don't want to, to miss. Um, That's right. So, yeah, I hope for certain, I would love to, I'm probably going to wait until there's a physical graduation. So if it isn't offered in summer, I will like maybe choose to like select the one in the summer of, 2022 and sort of have that experience for sure is it once a year for you all or is it um, i think you can, can get you... you select either like winter or summer um so i could select a winter one i think i would i wouldn't feel maybe quite right i don't know you know what edinburgh's like in winter yeah yeah, yeah, we're all we're all noting that right now because of how dark it's been for like month. <laughs> oh, yeah. So dark, so dark. So, yeah, but yeah, summer. I can imagine that you you want to you want to skip the winter one and maybe take the summer one. Yeah, yeah, I I'm happy to wait uh, for the nice sunshine. Hopefully, would you would you see that as more an experience for like a social experience, or would you see it more as like uh, an experience of of I don't know grandeur or if you know what i mean like there's a lot of ceremony involved in this graduation here and there's a lot of uh you know uh, customs i don't fully understand myself i mean i've only been here the last four years or so and and so i I, do you see it more as like a social kind of um yeah i think i would see it as a social um you're sort of it's maybe like the final i mean probably like not always the final goodbye to like your friends at university, but like the people you spent the last four years with, like going through like all the stress of exams and like seeing daily in lectures and seminars. Um, and maybe it's kind of like the final celebration, like the final time you're all going to sort of be together and like you've all made it. Um, and so I'd say it's quite a social thing. But again, other people find it to be uh, sort of this celebration of like 
you've achieved your personal goal you know you've made it you've achieved your academic goal and uh yeah that that too i guess um but for me probably more of a social um celebration interesting yeah cool um i think we should wrap it up yeah i think that's the 36 minute mark that seems to be where we kind of uh artificially stop <laughs> i don't it just it's just been the trend ever since we started this to, to, to always stop about 36 minutes um so i just want to say thank you very much uh, india for the insight and the and the sincerity both times actually you know this time and the last yeah guys it's been it's been great both times i really love chatting with you guys and it's it's always really entertaining yeah thanks really, so much really appreciate your honesty and, and your time commitment to this as well it's fantastic so thank you Thank you. So I guess we'll we'll wind down as we sort of near the end of 2020 in this very tumultuous year. Uh, as we near the end of this semester, and most of us have our heads down, putting in assignments or, or grading them, and uh, just wish you all uh, just a, a wonderful holiday season. And I hope uh, 2021 treats us all perhaps a little bit better. I don't know. Is it safe to say that? I, <laughs> yeah. I, no, I think what you want to say, 2021 will treat us better. And we yeah, all it has to <laughs> be the other end of this, and we'll all be happier. We can all sit yeah. in a pub or touch things. And eat. Yeah, I don't know. We'll all figure it out. That's right. That's right. That's that's what we're hoping for. Oh. So I guess I guess in closing, that'll be us. That uh, this is uh, Michael Gallagher uh, uh, from the Eminem Podcast, and I'm joined by again my colleagues here. Uh, it's Miles Blaney. India Summerside. All right. Thanks so much, everybody, and enjoy uh, the holiday season.